Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. We on, we on? Yep, we're good. All right, Boxing World. What's going on? It's your boy, Mark. Boxing memes. Filling in. Uh, Michelle's a little absent. Mrs. Passport, she's uh, currently on the road. So I'm teamed up with Jeremiah, who's a good friend of uh, Michelle Phelps. Jeremiah, how's it going out there in London? I'm good, man. London's cold at the moment, though. It's, it was snowing earlier on, so it's a bit crazy right now. But other than that, I am I hear you, man. New York City was freezing over here too. When March is a real cold month out here, so we got we got similar weather going on. So I know I can't wait for someone to come. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I, I actually, you know what? I'm good with with the 70 degree weather, 60 degree, 65 degree, and then um, I can take where you can wear either long sleeve or short sleeve. I'm good with that. Not too cold, not too hot. I'm good with that either way. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But interesting things happened yesterday. The press oh. conference. First face-off with uh, Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia. Very you know heated, what? very heated face-off. You know what? Um, I'm just excited that the fight's happening currently because oh, yeah. we discussed um, prior. And oh, yeah. It really came of it. But seeing them both, as you said, the face-off and just being in the same room together, it really got the juices flowing for me. How, how you feel about the fight? Absolutely. I'm just excited, man. Shout-out to Oscar De La Hoya and everybody that, that behind the scenes made this fight happen out him and you know um guys like that who uh, are very influential in making this fight finally happen um that's gonna be a good fight you know i love the fact that there's two young fighters in their prime both undefeated and you know they, they're deciding to step up and get this fight on um i saw tank davis he basically ryan you talked your way into this fight so april 22nd we're gonna see what you're about i thought that was that was a pretty interesting comment no, but very true. I, I think the first thing for me is they both they're both in a stacked division, um, as we know. Oh um, yeah. You've got you know, Devin Haney's, you've still got sort of Lomachenko, you've got Shaka Stevenson who's who's jumped up now, Combosis, who's undisputed. And you I guess you've got these two as well. Um but I think yep. at some point they all need to start fighting each other. So oh, yeah. seeing these two big names in a ring will be a catalyst for future fights. Absolutely. I'm hoping that this actually breaks the ice between everyone else and says, hey, these two are doing it. We need to step up. We need to get it on. <clears throat> I look forward to this. This is big. It's good to show. And you know what? This is going to be a big pay-per-view fight. This is this has a lot of eyes, a lot of attention on it. And um, um, whoever's the winner of that fight is going to be a real young megastar. And that's exciting to know in boxing. You know, um, you have a young, a young undefeated champion um, with so many eyes on him. I think that's, that's a great thing for, for the sport, of course. 
with that being said, who would you say is the biggest star um, as of now? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, Instagram-wise, <laughs> Ryan Garcia. <laughs> Boxing world-wise, um, you know, Tank has been selling out a lot. He, 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 um, he's not the greatest in pay-per-view numbers, but when it comes to selling out the arenas, for sure, Tank Davis has delivered. Um, I think they're both stars. That's a tough question to, to actually um, – because Ryan does sell also when they're fighting on the West Coast. So that's a tough question. What do you think about that? Um, no, first, just just to, um, I guess, hitch on what you said. Um, you said Tank does well in terms of on the gate, but not necessarily pay-per-view. What would you say, I guess, is causes those differences? So people are definitely coming to the fights, but they're not buying the pay-per-view. Well, what would yeah. you say behind that? Uh, man, I, you know what it is? I guess I'm from an era back then where great pay-per-view was like 700,000 and up, 1.1. Yeah. So now the pay-per-views with all these streaming devices and stuff like that, they seem to be lower numbers. But it it's can still considered a success. So um, it just depends. I, I have the older mentality where I've seen bigger pay per views. I'm used to Oscar De La Hoya, the the uh, Mike Tyson's. They're making million you know million views pay per view um, when they fight. So I'm just a little spoiled. But I guess you know this is a different time in boxing. Um, there's there's so many different outlets and avenues to watch the fights. So I, I guess three hundred thousand is is acceptable nowadays. You know, but I, think, I don't I, know. I, I, I think I'm wondering. Say it again. I think they do more than three hundred thousand for this one. Yeah, I can see. I can see. I can see about a million on these on this guys for sure. This is big. Yeah. This is a big. Fight. Oh. I mean the the Jake Paul the Jake Paul Fury fight. I'm not sure exactly what the numbers were, but I read somewhere five hundred thousand. I read somewhere seven fifty. But that was a mm-hmm. big fight. We had we had everyone flying into to Saudi. Oh yeah, to go to that fight. Um, in the UK we had Liam Smith versus Chris Eubank. I think that done. Um, half a million. So I think this yeah. definitely does ha- at least half a million. Um, right. I think we could be pushing towards the eight hundreds, nine hundreds globally. Yeah, I can. I could definitely see that. These guys, they have a lot of momentum. Plus, they have a. They've been sharing a lot of tweets and 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 disrespectful de- remarks towards each other. So that buildup has been there for quite some time, leading up to this. Uh, leading up to this fight, I'm just excited. I'm excited this next month. I'm. I, I'm glad. Instead of a fight being three, four, five months down the line, so I'm excited. It's next month. We're looking at what six weeks away. So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm glad. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be really good. Question for you: um, yeah. Yeah. Who, who do you think's got the better resume? I guess, firstly, for me, um, I would say I've seen more of Tank. Um, so I've watched more of his fights. You've seen him in there with some people um, like Gamboa. I know it wasn't. A young Gamboa, but either way, he was in there. Um, Santa Cruz, Barrios, Isaac Cruz. Yeah. So he's been in there. Some some good names. Um, yeah. But Ryan Garcia, I think when he really hit the world scene and established his name when he beat Luke Campbell um, from the UK. Yeah. Um, many people thought that would be the acid test um, fight for him, and he managed to come through that. But after that fight, I, I just felt like the momentum slowed down, and we didn't really see him in there with anyone else again. But um, I think. It's a very competitive fight. Um, personally, I think, well, initially I thought Ryan would sort of keep him at the end of the jab because he's, he's a lot taller. But at the, at the face-off, they didn't look much taller. So I'm not too sure if Tank was wearing some high boots or, or something <laughs> going on. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But yeah. I think Davis, in many fights, he sort of, he potentially can get outboxed, but then he's got that, almost that wilder hand where he can land at some point. So you, you can never yeah. trust him. That's true. That's true. It's going to be real interesting to see how Ryan reacts to the power 
of a, of a Tank Davis, you know, especially if they – and I think Ryan's going to look really good early in the fight, but then it's going to be interesting to see how he takes those shots going into the mid-round six, seven, eight, if it even goes that far, you know. So it, it's going to be real interesting. But, but, but um, circling back to um, uh, uh, Ryan Garcia with the his momentum – slowing down that was a time frame when he got into a little, little bit of like the uh the, the politics of boxing stood in the way he wasn't happy with the delahoya um, yes. contract and then he ended up resigning but i think it was a bunch of turbulence in that area when it came to the boxing politics you know sometimes fighters they're in their prime and and ultimately um they go through the politics of boxing but thank god it wasn't a situation like a mikey garcia when he was involved with top rank and um, he basically sat out for almost two years before he had a big fight in his prime. So that's yeah. never a good thing for a young fighter, you know. But I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this. I really do. Really what's, excited. What's the atmosphere like currently in America in terms of just people talking about it um, online and offline? Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of a lot of traffic on social media. Even if you look on, uh, usually you could tell even on social media pages you post something just a regular meme like I do sometimes and. Um, you know, you can see the traction. We get a lot of likes, a lot of a lot of interactions in the comments. So there's a lot of people who are really looking forward to this fight also. Even whether you're a hardcore advocate fan or you're a, a, a casual that just pops in on the weekends, you'll know that you know the names of a Tank Davis and a, a Ryan Garcia. So you're going to keep your eye on that fight, you know? Yeah. And I guess for for the winner, um, what do you say next? What, what happens next for them? Because as, as I said prior, there is a very stacked division um, at 135. Um, so- Next. Well, you know what? Tank Tank Davis did say an interesting comment. He said he's basically um he's not he's not for the money at the moment. He's ready to just take on all these top guys. So that's for me, that's really exciting to hear a younger fighter say that. Cause um, you know, I got I take my hat off to guys like that who are young and they want to fight the best. And as far as the winner would go in this fight, um, he's be- definitely gonna be the top of the uh, of, of the stacked weight class at that point. And then um but I can tell you, a guy like Stephen uh, Shakur Stevenson, he's a problem for anybody. So you know, but does, uh, he's, so you Mark, does does the winner of this really put himself on top? Because you still got David Haney there, who's about to fight Loma. I know Loma's yep. a bit young in the tooth now, but he's still an amazing fighter. Um, oh yeah, Ambosis, um, who lost to Haney. So would you, would you say the winner of this almost cements their name as number two, three? How 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 do you rank them? I don't, you know what? I, I would say, for me, in my opinion, I would give the win of this fight between Tank and Ryan, I would probably give him number one status at the moment. And then David Haney, and then um, probably Shakur Stevenson, honestly, because of what we referred, what we talked about was just the quality of people that they fought so far up to this point. Um, now, if, if Ryan Garcia gets a win over Tank and Tank is considered that young Mike Tyson, that's going to be a major win for Ryan Garcia. And his prediction is around 2 KO, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think no, Tank no, is no, looking. No. I, 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 I doubt that. <laughs> Tank is a little too seasoned, and he's not—he's not no slouch. He's, he's not no walk in the park. So, and um, he, he can bang, and, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that fight. But if Tank wins, um, you know what? Boxing fans are funny like that. So I can see people say, "Well, Ryan Garcia talked his way into the fight. They're going to try to cheapen him out of it." So, but uh. I think it's a big win for both of them, personally. You know, if they, whoever won that fight. Uh, I'm 50-50 on this one, honestly. You know what? 60-40 would tank for me, honestly. Yeah. Similar for me. I think, as I said, I think think Ryan Garcia will be very good earlier on. 
But for me, I just I see D- D- Davis um, like just a wilder in terms of always having that that yeah, capable, um, to end the fight. So I think it's going to be an interesting one. But just to add to the point, um, what do you think is the situation with Lomachenko now? Um, I think for many years he was one of the best. He's a bit older. Yeah. That that loss, that controversial loss to Tio, still yeah. personally to me one of my um, favorite fighters. Yeah, Does he still hang with the top boys now. Uh, I think he's still got. I think you know they say every every young every older lion still has one good round, one good uh, one le- one last hurrah left in him. That's what they say sometimes. But I'm I'm just curious to see how well he's going to perform against Devin Haney. Devin Haney is at the top of his game right now. He's in his zone. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But I think he still can give people problems, especially he may give Devin Haney some problems. It's going to be an interesting fight to see how they adapt to each other. They're both still, they're both great fighters. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree with that one. Did yeah. you see earlier, the, all over social media, we got Jake Paul getting surrounded by uh, Mayweather and his bodyguards. What do you think about Did you take yeah. a look at that on social media? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, you can't you can't miss it. It's, it's, it's even on all the, the UK media, et cetera. But I noticed that a lot of people are, are are saying Jake Paul, he's he's running away, he's running away from May from Mayweather. But at the same time, you have Mayweather's bodyguards, about six to seven of them, they're trying to surround Jake Paul. What? Who's going to stay there and Listen, take a beating out of nowhere? You're going to try to get out of there. No nobody's way. staying there. For me, I think I think the first thing that Jake would have done is assess the situation. So he would have looked around and seen yeah. what's happening from the angle that I saw people yeah. walking towards him. So he didn't look like he was um, enclosed yet, but I think that was yeah. just a matter of time before he eventually became, or he was eventually put into a circle. And then who knows what Floyd Mayweather's bodyguards could have done. Yeah. So, I mean, he did what he thought was best. And then it's funny because after on social media, he said he's happy to do a one-on-one with Floyd. But hey, I doubt that's going to happen. I don't know. This could be a build-up to a fight. <laughs> Mayweather could have said, you know what? It could be PR. It could be PR. You're right. It could, absolutely. It could be, you know what? I'm going to offer this guy to fight because Mayweather's probably making, you know, a couple of millions fighting other guys in, uh, in, in, in Japan and stuff like that. And he realized if I get a Jake Paul fight, he's got pretty good momentum, even though he uh, took this loss to Tommy Fury. Um, a, a Jake Paul Mayweather exhibition fight, even if it's eight rounds, will definitely sell pay-per-view. And that could be the plan. Do an yeah. round exhibition so there's no winner, no loser. Um, yeah. Off the back of that, then they have the Tommy Fury um, rematch um, with Jake Paul. Yeah, that's very possible. Very possible. Because I, I remember I heard, uh, I read an article with Eddie Hearn. He said um, he doesn't think Jake Paul should just run right back into a rematch with Tommy Fury. So you never know. He may be taking one fight off and go after May, uh, Floyd, you know, or Floyd coming after him for the uh, for that payday. And then... Uh, they could they could set up that fury rematch later on. I know I know this. I know that's definitely um in the contract for that rematch. So I agree though because if he does go and sort of fight um Tommy Fury immediately and he loses, it's almost like what next? You fall yeah, it's, it's it now It takes him a bit. Exactly. Of, it a sting away. It, it, it takes the momentum away. And plus, Mayweather and Jake Paul already have a little bit of history because remember when he snatched off with the with his hat? He goes, "I got your hat." Yep. Got your hat and he ran <laughs> off with it. So the storyline's already built up there. Plus, he fought his brother, Logan. Exactly. So. I was gonna say that as well. He's fought Logan. Yeah. So, so, so it would be a good, it would be a good, it's a good storyline already. No, definitely. Definitely. Very interesting. Um, I don't know, man. I, I that was a pretty heated face-off. I, I didn't really hear what Tank 
and uh, and uh, Ryan Garcia were saying to each other face to face. But uh, did you hear anything about what they were saying face to face to each other when they finally faced off? I didn't hear anything, but what I did observe was they was talking for a long period of time, and Tank yeah. seemed like the the one the aggravator. So he looked like the one that was talking. He looked like he had mean intentions. You could you could see it from his face. And mm-hmm. um, Garcia was almost, he was still talking, but he was more like the relaxed one. Um, so I think maybe Javonta Davis just wants to, to show everyone that, listen, I'm one of the best or I'm the best in this division. And yeah. eating someone like Garcia will help. So I think he's really, I think he's taking it serious. I, I know he came late to the press conference, but I don't yeah. think he's taking this lightly at all. Yeah, because Ryan Garcia did say, he goes, Tank is unprofessional. He's not even here to promote this fight. And then when Tank finally got there, an hour and a half later, he said he blamed it on the traffic. <laughs> so, I it mean, we'll mind see. games. It could be mind games. This is what people do. They they get there early, and you're waiting for them. That aggravates you. Tank might just want him to get emotionally involved. That's true. Get into his head a little bit. Get into his head, yeah. So you know, boxing, the sport of mind games. Who knows what he's got up his sleeve? Yeah. Either way, I'm excited. I do look forward to it. April twenty second. Yeah. Uh, or Tyson Fury did mm-hmm. uh, reject. Uh, um, what was it? A sixty forty for the winner, yeah, yeah. of uh, Usyk fight. He did reject that. Um, yeah. and then the latest I saw was uh, Usyk's manager basically stated um they would offer a fifty fifty, but it, now the fight doesn't seem likely because Tyson Fury is asking for too much money. So I don't know, man. It's just you know what I think we just have bad luck when it comes to getting uh, a one heavyweight champion with all the belts because. It just it just seems impossible sometimes. You know what's interesting about Fury, um, amazing fighter. He's accomplished a lot over the years. I think we hear from Fury a lot of the time that he doesn't care about money. Um, we yeah. also heard things like he's he give his entire purse to charity. I'm not sure it's actually been um, evidenced yet, but um, yeah, it's just interesting that money is what's dictating this fight. When a lot of the time, what he does say is he doesn't care for money. So that's true. Very true. That's a very valid point. Um, you know what? I, I, I honestly, in my opinion, I think um, Tyson Fury has accomplished a little bit more than than Usyk. Um, Usyk does have two wins over um, Anthony Joshua, but Tyson Fury has been kicking ass for quite some time. Yeah. Um, remember, he's, he took Vladimir Klitschko down after 15 years on top yes. of weight champ, came back, and then, of course, three fights with uh, with Wilder. I think I know I wouldn't be mad if I was, it was a fifty-five forty-five split at least for Tyson Fury, so we can get that on, you know. But I don't know. Everyone feels entitled. No, but we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it goes in regards to um in regards to how the the boxing politics once again how it plays out when it comes to uh, this these negotiations. No, for sure. Just even to add to your point, so I saw an interview with um. Usyk's um, promoter, um, Alex. And what Alex was saying was, even if Usyk um, got paid zero for the fight, the amount that Tyson Fury wants um, is even too much. So that money is not even available. So who knows what sort of money um, Fury is actually asking for? Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I, the last I did hear that the fight was going to take care, I think it was, it was in Wembley. Wembley. Yeah. I think initially it was spoken to be in Saudi and then Saudi. we talked about Wembley. But I think the the money that Tyson Fury wants, the yeah. only person he can fight to get that money is Anthony Joshua. 
because mm. yeah, Anthony Joshua and um, Tyson Fury that fight in Saudi I think the Saudi people would definitely um, put money in for that fight but the Usyk fight stylistically I, I don't think it's what people would like however what we do want from it is just to see um, a one champion um, undisputed but in terms of stylistically I think the AJ fight um, is probably more appeasing appealing uh, to the, the public Oh, yeah, especially if it lands over there in the UK. That's a major fight right there. That's a oh, big money. That fight. would sell out Wembley in minutes. Oh, absolutely. Minutes. Absolutely. You know, um, ah, man, I see, uh, I, saw, I read an article. Mm. Uh, t- uh, they say Terrence Crawford and uh, Errol Spence are negotiating directly over the phone with each other um, and have agreed to a purse split, but there's no direct insight on um what a purse split would be so that's the speculation among a couple of boxing experts online and stuff like that so it's interesting to see also steven espinosa from showtime he actually confirmed that they are you know um in direct negotiation with each other which is which is which gives some positive vibes but man it's such a letdown that's the fight that's that's one of my personal fights that i i think i'm dying to see um, for years now, and um, that's actually our Sugar Ray versus um, Hearns when it comes to this era with um, Crawford and, and Spence for sure. That, that fight has been been spoken about for years. Um, yeah. When when Crawford was undisputed at 140 and was going up to 147, that was a conversation that that was being had. And it's just the same old thing in boxing, really. All all the great fights you don't get to see, and eventually when we do see them. The fighters are a bit older, and the interest is not as much as it was before. So, yeah. hearing that they've just they're discussing this on the phone, etc. To be honest, I'll believe it when I see the poster saying it's been announced because it's just dragging on. But it's nothing new in boxing. We had the same with um, Floyd, Pacquiao, um, and many other situations where it gets dragged out. Yeah, it's dragged out, and, and you know what? It's heartbreaking for advocate fans like us. We got a an, a, a a more recent one that actually. Um, didn't happen. What that should have happened was again Anthony Joshua and and Deontay Wilder when they both were champions and both undefeated. It, it could have happened, but um, it didn't, and that would have been huge at that time because we would have had an undisputed champion at that time. Um, it's just, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. Being a boxing fan is definitely a love hate relationship, and uh, it's like a toxic relationship sometimes where we, you you know things are good and then things are bad, you know. So. It's just that's the nature of the beast when it comes to uh, the fight game, you know. But that's what makes other sports do so well when it comes to, to, to people tuning in. Like UFC, the, the best always fights the best. But sometimes boxing gives us a little bit of a headache. But <laughs> no, listen, you're, yeah. very, you're very right in terms of that. I remember vividly in 2018 around those times when there was talks of Wilder versus AJ. I think yeah. um, Eddie managed to offer... Wilder, some a fight. I think offering some money for a two fight, do etc. It was one of the biggest fights ever. I remember saying to my friends that wherever that fight is in the world, I am flying out. Um, wow. massive fight. We didn't get the fight. Um, we then saw AJ go and fight Ruiz. Then he fought Usyk twice. Um, but the craziest thing about everything I've just said is, if they announce Wilder versus AJ next month it's still a massive fight not as big as it was prior but it's a it's a big fight for guys that don't have belts currently yeah that's true that is very true um 
it, it'll be great to see. I, you know what? You know what? What fight would have been really good to see? I just it's it's hard to picture it now because Tyson Fury is getting towards the end of his career. I would have liked to see AJ and Tyson Fury get it on. I th- I think we ha- I think we will personally. What I think is happening, I think they would like to make. We've got AJ Franklin now. I think the plan is for AJ to beat Franklin and after yeah. AJ beat Franklin to then take on Deontay Wilder and then mm. after taking on Deontay Wilder, I think the plan is to fight Fury. So personally, I think I think that's the route they're trying to take. Franklin, wow. Wilder and then Fury as the Fury fight is a big fight. Wow. That, that that's I hope that's the route. That's actually a pretty good route. You know, I know Deontay Wilder is very open. He actually said that he was actually open, into, open to... Um, fighting with uh, open uh, I'm sorry opening to fighting on other platforms as far as like being a free agent but still being involved with the with his promoter uh, I'm sorry his uh, Al Heyman so being that he's open to fighting on other platforms that's a big plus when it comes to a fight on the zone against um, an AJ that'd be great yeah definitely I I think being a free agent um, is it's very important um, at some points of your career. I think after you've, you've had um, a few fights, maybe you've made some money and you become a free agent, then you're flexible. But I think at that point, it also comes down to what are you fighting for? Because if you're a boxer and you're fighting for legacy and you want to fight the best names and you're in different sides of the stable, sometimes it can become difficult. Yeah, that's very true. I, that's, once again, the boxing politics get in the way. But I did see a recent article where um, one of the top guys, let me get his name from the zone. He basically made an open invitation to all boxing promoters that they are interested in no long-term commitments, but interested in just having major fights on their platform, which is, which is actually really good um, information as far as going out of boxing wise, you know, I'm trying to find this article one second. It is, uh, I know it came from a zone guy. If the thing about the thing about I guess this is if let's say for example you got PBC and the zone and the zone are the zone want to put a fight on their platform with a PBC fighter it all depends on I guess what TV rights they've got what specific negotiations they're having I think that's the complexity I think the only way it works smoothly is if there's a rematch clause or a guaranteed rematch so in that in that situation one happens on one platform and then the other happens on another platform I think that's the only way you can really get rid of um, this problem yeah. That's true. People, you know what? I think it's going to come down to the fighters. When the fighters want something, they're going to have to just make it happen and just let and instruct their guys. You know, when I when I you know I'm I specifically want this fight or just don't give me any other fight in the meantime. You know, sometimes the fighters really have to kind of you know deliver. And, yeah, and it's, team, difficult. You know? it's difficult, but I think there's two sides to it. We've seen over the years. Like one, it's difficult to make these fights, but two, we've seen for some of the biggest fights, promoters have come together um, to make them. So, yeah. yeah. So the, I found the article. It's basically, it was the Zone CEO Joseph Markowski, Mark, Markowski, okay. giving an invitation to all promoters, PBC, Top Rank, TGB, Lou DeBella, to promote fights on their platform with no obligation or commitment to the platform. They are trying to break the barriers between promoters and networks. Which is which is really good to read to read something like that. That actually made my day. I actually posted that on my stories a few days ago. Mm. That's and, uh, yeah. I, I hope that's I hope that means something because uh, <laughs> it's it, it you know one wants to read these articles 
or hear mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then nothing happened, you know? That is very, very true. Breaking news as of now, I've just seen on Michael Benson's Twitter, Gennady Golovkin has now officially vacated his WBA middleweight world title, meaning Erislandi Lara has been upgraded from regular to full world champion. Oh, wow. You know what's wow. crazy? Um, when I first started watching boxing, maybe like eight, nine years ago, um, Golovkin was one of the first fighters um, that I sort of started watching. And he was scary. I mean, mm-hmm. I just remember him in the ring and everyone he got in with, he was just breaking them down. Um, so it's yeah, it was crazy um, in terms of how much um, Golovkin's done. But I think now in terms of mandatories, etc., it just gets a bit complicated because the money's not as much as I guess he was getting before. So I think now yeah. he's probably at the stage of his career where he just wants the big fights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's he. You know what? The Gennady Golovkin has has had his share of fights. He's done more than some of these fighters that are champions today and haven't done much in in the past couple of years. He's done a lot. Um, and uh, you know, if I was him, I would actually. I, I don't know if I would have avoided the Lara fight, but he, you know, um. He's got he's got his eyes set on something, so um, you know, he's not going to shy away from anybody though. What what fight would you like to see um, Gennady in um, in now? Um, I mean, we saw him. In, he's had a few big fights. We see him in the Canelo fights. Um, I think the first one, I think he should have won. Personally, um, I think he won two of them, and I think the last one he lost, but it hasn't gone his way, um, and the history books won't be favorable to him. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the second definitely gave. <laughs> I had Canelo win that by a round or two. The, um, but it's the first fight very questionable. I could have seen um, Golovkin take that first fight. Yeah. Um, the third fight, of course, Canelo was just um, he was just a little bit more better than a little aging uh, Golovkin at that point. You know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. What do you think about the David Benavides caliber uh, Caleb Plant that's coming up? Uh, do you know what? I'm I'm happy this fight is happening. Um. Oh yeah, I, I think this is a breakout fight for Benavides. Um, I think Plants had, I guess, some good names under his belt, but I think for Benavides, this would be like a good name on on his resume. If he beats, if he beats him in style, or or if he's able to convincingly beat Plant, I think that's definitely good. But I think it's going to be fireworks, and it's getting really nasty. I've been seeing Benavides going in with the insults, and he's he's not holding back on anything. So yeah. Benavides recently said, he goes, I would be very disappointed in myself if I don't knock Caleb Plant out. Wow. So that's going to be interesting. You know what's you know what's a good thing about this fight? They have the storyline. They have the buildup for this fight. These guys really genuinely have bad blood and don't like each other. And this would always make a good night of fights. Because you remember, they had the incident back in the gym, and uh, Caleb Plant's gym, I believe it was. Um, it was circulated all over social media. Yeah, yes, um, so the buildup is there. The blood, the, the bad blood is real. And I, I just don't remember a fight with this much bad blood. If I think back, I want to say Oscar De La Hoya versus Fernando Vargas type of bad blood. You know, yeah, um, that was really bad. Do you remember the fight between Pilat and Darrell? Um, so when he when he stopped Darrell, he was almost yeah. digging the ground um, as if he had a spade. And almost yeah. That that was I don't think people took that took that well. Yeah, I I know a lot of people took you know, but we know what fighters get very emotional after the fight, and um, he you know I'm, I'm sure Caleb Plant knew David Benavides was watching and was there, so you know um he knew what was next, you know, and so here here we go, two young fighters once again, gonna get it on. So I I got to give him a lot of 
props credit for actually making that fight happen. 100%. You know? Well, yeah, I think we covered just about everything, Jeremiah. We flow pretty well. And, um, yeah, we did. Yeah. Hearing all of this, we'll get informed. And, they, and um, well, I guess we'll catch up on the next round. And uh, Mrs. Passport, Miss Michelle Phelps, she'll be, uh-huh. she'll be right. And she'll join us in one of these uh, podcasts we do for hard hit. No, for sure. It was definitely, it's been good um, catching up. Um, I guess over the next week, there's a lot more boxing coming up. So it'll be good yeah. to do some more topics um, in sure. coming weeks. Yeah, we'll definitely cover it. Um, thank you for tuning in. We're definitely for linking up, Jeremiah. We will definitely catch up on the rebound. And um, like Michelle says, hey, fight fans. <laughs> Lincoln, next time we'll definitely catch up. It's always for the fight world. We'll catch up. It's a pleasure, man. Sports Social Podcast Network.